Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. I am so incredibly excited about this topic, and the reason why I'm so passionate about this topic is because this was really the game changer for me. This is really what it took for me to go from being stuck and single for three friggin' really long years when I didn't want to be, to attracting incredible men, to ultimately attracting my soulmate, attracting my partner. And the the questions that I'm going to share with you today were the three questions that had me completely make a pivot, literally like a pivot, Ross from Friends, had me make such a pivot from going in this stuck mindset of, I don't think it's going to happen for me. I don't think it's possible for me. What am I doing wrong? To effortlessly just like knowing it was coming and attracting it at such a fast speed. So these questions, they're very, I, first off, I recommend journaling and I recommend as you're listening to this to really like write down a note on your phone. So you don't forget because you may hear these questions and be like, Oh yeah, that's good. Like Valerie's onto something. And then it just kind of leaves your brain. I'm telling you, these questions are worth asking yourself, worth journaling, worth sitting with and really seeing what comes through for you. So before we dive in, of course, I want to start off with a story because I love doing that. So my rock bottom dating moment, I actually shared this in a post the other day and I got quite, quite a lot of feedback. I got messages from some of you saying, Valerie, I can relate to this so much. Like you hit the nail on the head, like dead on. And what I shared was what I had experienced when I had moved from San Diego to Nashville, I at the time was in year, I think I was like in year five or six of my corporate job. And I walked into work one day and the head of HR was there and let us know that our entire department was getting either eliminated or a few of us could keep our job, but we would need to relocate. And what that looked like for me was relocating from San Diego, where I had grown up, you know, and only left a couple times to me moving in Nashville. And that was how I was going to keep my job. And I really didn't, I didn't have any ties to San Diego. I mean, yes, my family's here. So it's actually a major tie, but I didn't have anything where I was like, I need to be in San Diego, California at that time. And I also was in the mindset of, Dating isn't working for me. The guys here suck. Everyone, I would call them Peter Pans, like men who never grow up. I was like, there's too many Peter Pans. Like, that's the issue. And when I move to Nashville, the second I get there, everything's going to be all good. And I'm just going to meet incredible men. So what ended up happening was I moved and I got to Nashville and it was almost as if I like couldn't unpack my bags faster. I like started dating right away, started getting on dating apps. And I don't know if you're familiar with Nashville, maybe you've been there or you've heard it is popping and it is growing. And at the time I lived there in 2018, it was like the stat was like 
81 or 90 something people a day were moving to Nashville a day. So I would get on the apps and it's like, I would thought I was a newbie to Nashville. And then I would match with a guy who's like, I just moved here last Tuesday. So everyone's new. It's fresh energy. A lot of people had opportunities with work like I did, where their company moved them out there. So they're starting fresh. They're like, I have zero friends and I work from home. And there were a lot of men who are looking for a relationship. You know, it, it just seemed very common, right? So I thought that all I had to do was like walk outside and breathe and I would have my dream relationship. So I went on dates. I definitely went on dates. I was on dating apps. I loved Hinge, love, love, love Hinge. My clients love Hinge. My clients who have gotten into relationships within the last six months, they've all been from men they met on Hinge, PS, if you want to download it. And yeah, I was on Bumble and it was really easy for me to date. Okay. So here, here, the like, but is coming up. So it was very easy for me to date. It was easy for me to get ass on dates. However, first dates oftentimes did not turn into second dates for me. That was not my reality. We would go on a great first date and I thought things were going well. And then I wouldn't hear from the guy again. Right. So at this point I was still really unconscious as to what was getting in my way. I had no idea. It, it was a lot easier for me to just really be like, Oh, it's the guys out here. It's, you know, like it's them, it's the city, it's the culture. Right. And then it got to a point where I was like, well, wait, I'm living in Nashville and like, you know, it's not that there's a shortage of guys. So what is this? So I ended up going on a date with a guy named Paul and the date, like, you know, he, we met at a really nice restaurant, a really nice steakhouse. And it was very typical that the date would just be drinks. Right. And so we go, we're at the bar top area. And what ended up happening was, you know, he, like, we just sit down, we have drinks and it's, you know, really great conversation. We end up getting into so much conversation that it turns into dinner, that it turns into, you know, us just like talking the night away. And we had so much in common. So I thought we had so much in common and just like he was everything that sounded really good to me, like the good on paper type of thing. I know we've talked about that good on paper where it's like the qualities it's like oh great job owns a house you know good family like friends like buying a second house makes x amount of money does volunteer work and those are things that actually have nothing to do with the person's character but because of the way it sounds like we attach meaning to those things and so that's a good on paper type of guy, the type of guy that if your friends were like, tell me about, you know, this, this guy that you're dating. And if you were to list out all the things like, well, he went to college here, he makes this much money. He actually owns a house in this part of town, you know, his family. Um, yeah, he actually, he volunteers here. Like that actually has nothing to do with the person and your compatibility. It just sounds good. You can like those things and that's the good on paper. So that's exactly how Paul was. And it was truly like, honestly, like the best first date I had ever had. Like just so much fun, so easy. And I remember him walking me to the Uber and we both were like, let's do this again. 
And I remember just like Ubering home, texting my friends, giving them an update. I was in a group text. I was like, it went so well. Like, oh my gosh, like we're so aligned. Like it lasted this long. And I was so excited. And I was like, I cannot wait to hear from him again. I remember going to bed really excited. I was like, yes, like finally, like the right guy has come. And then I'd never heard from him again right? I never heard from him again. And it was such a shock to me because I, you know, immediately was like, well, what did I do wrong? Right? Like what wasn't good enough about me? Like, did I miss something? And I remember every day that went by that he didn't reach out. I remember asking my friend, like sitting on her couch being like, do you think he's going to text? Like, when do you think? And you know, our friends, like they love us so much. And sometimes our friends aren't truly honest. So, you know, it's not that she wasn't honest. She was just trying to comfort me. And so she was like, Oh, I'm sure he's, um, you know, I'm sure he's like busy, like, you know, it's a holiday weekend, all that. And then it gets to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not going to hear from him again. So that at that point, that was my rock bottom because I was like, I don't think I could keep doing this. Like truly, I was like, I don't think I can keep going out on dates with amazing men, be myself, like be really funny, like be what I thought was really authentic and not never hear from them again. Like, I don't think my heart can handle this. I don't think my mind can handle this. Like this cannot be my reality. Like I just can't, but I didn't know. I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, you know, so at that time I had started, I had launched my business. So it seemed really convenient. I was like, I'm just going to focus on my business. And, you know, dating is really uncomfortable. So when we choose to focus on something outside of dating and put our time and energy into that, if we're like, oh, I'm just going to focus on work. I'm just going to focus on school. I'm just going to focus on family. What we're really doing is we are avoiding because you always have time for dating. If you knew for certain that, going on dates would result in you getting a boyfriend or getting on dating apps would result in you meeting your soulmate, you would do it. But we have that doubt. We have that block, that fear that it won't happen for us like I did. So I completely decided to just like put my attention attention elsewhere. So I remember being on Facebook one day and seeing a post that just really resonated with me. So if you've ever experienced a situation where you've just been on Instagram or you've read a post and the words jump out at you and you're like, oh my gosh, like, there's this woman in my head, like she totally gets me or like, wow, everything I'm feeling inside, she just put into words and I've never thought of it this way. Well, that happened to me. I was in a Facebook group in Manifestation Babes Facebook group. And I just see this post about, you know, men don't, men aren't looking for a woman who's looks like Barbie's looking for real connection. And I just remember seeing these words and being like, who is this woman who wrote these words and is speaking directly to my soul right now? And I end up clicking on her page. And sure enough, she is a love and dating coach. And I go, what is that? What is a dating coach? Like, is that even a thing? And I ended up like just get, clicking on her, finding all her videos, consuming her content. And I was like, how can I get more of this woman? Like, I think I need her energy in my life. Like, what would it look like to have her every day in my world? Like to have her accountability. And she ended up having a program that had already started. It was a group program. She let me in a week late and a beautiful relationship started. Right. And so what I learned was that my mindset was super wackadoodle, super off 
around dating, what had happened when I was on the date with Paul is I realized, oh my gosh, he has all these good on paper qualities. Like he's such a catch. And instead of being in the mindset of like, okay, so I'm liking what I'm seeing. Like, let's, let's see if he's going to be a good fit for me. Like, let's see how it goes. Instead of having that mindset, my mindset was, oh my God. Okay. So like, yeah, like, okay. And am I worthy? Am I good enough? Like, let me, let me just show him that I'm good enough. Like, let me, you know, I'm really smart too. Like I make good money too. I have a good career too. Like, let me just show him all that. And I really like put on a show and I became super unsure of myself and my mindset went to, what do I have to do for him to choose me? And that's where it was super backwards. And that got me so caught up. And that's how I'd been showing up a ton in dating. And what happens is it's like a lot of the time I wasn't even into the guy but I just wanted to be chosen. And I wasn't thinking from the mindset of, do I choose this person? So through working with my love coach right away, you know, it was like so much mindset work to get super duper clear. And these are some of the questions I'm going to share with you are some of the most profound questions that I've ever really thought of when it comes to relationship and why we want what we want. So the number one thing is that you want to ask yourself, why do I deserve love? Which I know that sounds like a silly question to ask, but deep down, there's a part of us that feels unworthy of having a healthy relationship, unworthy of having a relationship where we're fully seen, heard, and understood unworthy of having a relationship where we don't need to worry about that person sleeping with another woman, unworthy of, you know, having a relationship with someone who's everything that we desire and we don't need to settle or compromise our values. So if we truly got it, if we truly were like, yes, I'm worthy of this, then it would be right around the corner. And I am always in the belief that it's right around the corner. I believe in miracles so much. I expect miracles to happen. Like, a miracle can happen on a Wednesday afternoon to me. Like we just get to be an, an energetic match for it. So you must know in your bones, like in your soul, why you deserve love. So the answer of course, is you deserve it because you're alive because you were born and for you to really get it, you must come up with this response. You know, why do I deserve love? So what's going to happen when you start to write about this is you're going to really look at like, oh my God, like I'm this amazing woman. I have a huge heart. I have a great soul. I'm super brave. I'm really loyal. I'm such a hard worker. I don't judge at all. I accept everyone. I'm really generous. I'm super authentic. I'm really silly. You know, I'll always make you feel better when you're sad, you know, like, I've done so much work on myself, whatever that is. And like this list gets to be really long, by the way, like what you write out, like, I want you to really get in the mindset of, yeah, I deserve this. Like this is coming for me. Of course it is. Of course it is. So that's a very first question you want, you want to get really clear on is why you deserve love. Like write out all the reasons why you deserve love and not just love, but an amazing committed relationship. So you're not just looking for like a guy, a boyfriend, like you're looking for your partner, for your soulmate, for someone who just gets you, someone who shows up for you, someone who gives their whole heart to you. So you must understand why you get to have that. So then you can approach dating with the mindset of like, 
well, of, of course I'm going to have exactly what I want. And if you're not going to give it to me, that's completely fine. I know I'm going to have that because I deserve that. So that's the first thing that I want you to get super clear on. Number two is ask yourself, what will change in my life? What will improve in my life once I am in love? So what's going to improve once you have that dream relationship? Like imagine your life, like sit here, unless you're driving or something, like sit here and close your eyes and visualize, you know, that today you are in your dream relationship. Like it's here, he's here, he's in your world, he's texting you right now, he very much exists. So what's, what feels good in your life? What would improve? Like what will improve? So what will it be like to go to work every day, Monday through Friday, and to know that you have a boyfriend who you can make dinner together with that night? What will it be like at family gatherings when your aunt, who's like always up your grill, wondering why are you single, right? For you to be able to tell her, yeah, I've met someone really amazing. He's so awesome. You're going to love him. What will it be like in your life when you're no longer confused about, you know, someone texting you and then you don't hear from them for two weeks or inconsistencies, having to wonder where this is going? What will it be like when that's all gone and you just have your person and it's so clear you two are committed to each other? What's it going to feel like when you're around your friends and you finally have your person? What's that going to be like to share with your friends about all the amazing things that your boyfriend does instead of, you know, oh, this guy did this, or I'm so annoyed. I'm so this and that, like, what is going to improve? Like, what will a day in your world look like when you're in your dream relationship? What will it feel like to go to bed at night and not have to wonder if love is possible for you? you will have it right next to you and you will know for certain if I can have it, so can every woman. What will your mood be like? You know, being able to experience love and be held and cuddle and sexual and all the things with the person, your person, what's that gonna feel like for your mood? Like how will you walk around? Are you gonna be happier? You're not gonna have this weight on your shoulders of wondering if it's, possible like what else will what can your mind focus on now once you have him in your world and you don't need to worry about if it can happen it's like oh yeah it happened cool you know what's the next thing that I get to have because that can take a lot of real estate in your mind if you're thinking I don't know if I can have this so really ask what's going to improve in my life what will my life be like when I have love when I've attracted my person and the third thing, so what evidence do I need to believe to know that love is possible for me? So ask yourself that because we will always find evidence for what we want to believe. So if over time you've gathered evidence to believe that men suck and that they're liars and cheaters and narcissists and they'll ghost and they're players and they don't want commitment, like you taught yourself that. You had an experience that was likely very painful and you walked away from that experience making up a story and deciding that that story was ultimately the truth. You repeated it enough times in your mind and it got 
programmed into your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind goes, okay, got it. Yeah, that's the truth. Like men suck. Like you're, you're going to be single forever. You're only going to attract guys who aren't going to want anything serious with you. So you taught yourself that. So the same way that you taught yourself that and then continued to find evidence, which could look like you attracting guys who do ghost and do cheat and do lie and don't want a commitment to even choosing to focus your conversations on those things with your friends. So do you talk about that with your girlfriends? Do you guys talk about how men suck and you're gonna be single forever and have 12 cats? Like, are you making self-deprecating jokes? Like that matters. The words you say matters. What you believe matters. So I want you to get really clear on evidence. And even if it's the tiniest shard of evidence, like microscopic, you get to cling on to that because if it's the reality that you want to believe and you see possible for you, you get to look at that and really run with it. So evidence looks like, okay, who do I know who's in an amazing relationship? What men can I think of who I know will always, always, always be committed to the woman that they said yes to? What men do I know of where I know that they would never cheat? What men do I know of who are making her life easier, making my friend's life easier? You know, your sister's husband, like who is that one man who you can think of who is amazing and treats the woman he loves like a queen? So if you can think of even one example of a couple and you don't even need to know them personally, maybe you know of them or maybe they're somewhere in your reality, like maybe you have read about them, they could be famous, right? Who is that one person that you can think of? That is all evidence. And if you can think of one person, that means it's possible. So we get to cling on to what's possible. So when you ask yourself, what evidence do I need to gather? What evidence do I need to believe to, in order to know that this is possible for me? that's gonna help you form the belief and the expectation that of course love is happening. Of course it's around the corner. So when you ask yourself that question, what's gonna happen is your mind, you're training your mind to look for possibility and look for evidence toward what you wanna believe. The same way that you've trained your mind to look for evidence that you know guys suck and that they're gonna ghost or that they don't want anything serious or that it's not gonna last long, like you trained your mind to see that. So when I did this, this, like these, ask myself these three questions and really embodied them. My life shifted. And the biggest way my life shifted was me acting as if. So me having so much evidence that love existed and truly believing it was right around the corner for me, I would walk around with the confidence of a woman who was already in her dream relationship, who already had her king at home waiting for her waiting to love her, waiting to support her, to see her, to acknowledge her, to make her life easier, to give her love at a depth that she's never experienced before. I really tapped into that feeling and that essence. And that's how I walked around. I was so convinced that he was already in my life that like, it, it was just like, you couldn't tell me differently. And that is when I started getting more male attention 
I, I was living in Nashville at this time and like more, more and more men, when I got in this energy, like more and more men would turn their heads and look at me. I felt like a magnet toward men. I felt magnetizing. Have you ever had an experience where you are, you know, you decide you're, you're talking to someone you really like a guy and you haven't heard from him and you keep checking your phone and then you make the decision. You go, you know what? I'm just going to put my phone away and I'm going to go out. I'm going to focus on my friends. I'm going to go on a date with someone else. And you shift your energy toward, you know, off of him, off of the lack of him texting you, the lack of him reaching out to another possibility, to your friends, to yourself, to another man then it's like all of a sudden he reaches out, you go back to your phone, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, of course he texts when I'm on another date or of course he texts when I'm you know, going out with my girls. Like That's the beauty of you shifting your energy into what it is that you want to create and what it is that you want to experience. So when you're focused on gratitude and what you're calling in, it's like the universe wants to work with you. The universe wants to play with you. So please take the time to ask yourself these questions and know that there's no right or wrong answer. It's just you. And it's about you getting in a relationship with you. Starts with you. And I know that you ladies know this just from hearing my work. It's like, yes, I talk about men, but it's really never about men. It's about you. It starts with you and it ends with you. So you are responsible for generating the feelings of being in that dream relationship before he's here. You're responsible for living your best life and knowing that he's going to be the cherry on top of a beautiful Sunday with whipped cream and sprinkles and chocolate syrup, like fudge, whatever they put on there. Like he is just the cherry. So that's your responsibility. There's no, oh my God, I can't wait for life to get better when he's here. Like, of course it's going to get better. And life is always going to get better for you, no matter who comes or who doesn't, because you're in control of that. You get to make this the most epic lifetime you've ever had. So please, please, please do that. And if you've enjoyed this everything. If you've enjoyed the journal prompts, if you've enjoyed what I've shared with you, please know that I have a really unique opportunity right now for you to receive a month of coaching support directly one-on-one -on -one with me. So it's my all access pass. And this is for women who are really looking to have support with dating. They're really ready to have that accountability and have that specific attention and they're ready to go deep with their mindset. They're ready to take inspired action. I'm here to support those women. So if that's you, reach out to me on here, on Instagram, at the Mindful Babe, of course. And I just love you so much. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.